Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, on Monday, the IMF forecast that the only economy it sees shrinking this year is that of the UK's. So, like Commissioner Gordon calling Batman, we go straight to our man in the UK, David Smith, economics editor with the Sunday Times. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Bobby. Nice to talk to you. Now, is there a sense that this is the IMF telling uh, Britain, we told you so? I think there is a bit of that sense. I mean, this, um, uh, as, as I'm writing in the Sunday Times tomorrow, this, this forecast created almost as much controversy and coverage as when the IMF uh, organised the rescue of the UK economy in 1976. People were, um, were really taken by this, and there was a lot of criticism heaped at the uh, IMF. I think mainly because um, it, it wasn't so much the forecast itself, because it's not much different to anybody else's forecast. It was that thing about uh, weakest of any uh, significant economy, I think, which really, uh, which really got people quite agitated. Yeah. Um, I see um, that uh, Blue, uh, Bloomberg, Bloomberg Economics were saying that Brexit is costing the UK economy $100 billion a year. Would you agree with that figure? I think that's about right. I mean, what we're talking about here is 4% of GDP, and that's roughly $100 billion. It was interesting that after the, uh, after the IMF's report, we had the, um, the Bank of England, um, and the Bank of England, of course, raised uh, interest rates again to, uh, to 4% from 3.5% on Thursday. And it accompanied that with a new forecast. There were two aspects of that forecast. One was that it was um, it was just about as gloomy as that of the IMF, and in fact, slightly gloomier because the IMF at least was saying there would be a, a little bit of a bounce in 2024 next year. The Bank of England doesn't really expect much of that, but also because the the factors that it cited uh, as being the causes of UK weakness, this is the Bank of England, were exports and business investment. And as we've talked about before, Bobby business investment really stopped recovering after that referendum we had in 2016 and is still very weak indeed, hit further by the, the uh, pandemic, of course. But, uh, but business investment and exports are the, the main sources of weakness and trouble for the UK economy. And, and what's the sense then, David, in, in the UK around that? If, if, if people are seeing and accepting that it, Brexit is costing $100 billion, are people maybe changing their mind about that this was a horrendous decision for the business, for the British people? Uh, the public is. I mean, the, uh, the, there, is, there, is, there was a, an interesting um, uh, poll done recently which looked at uh, every parliamentary constituency in the UK and um, I think there were only three or four which did did now supported Brexit. You know, everybody else was suffering from what what people describe as regret uh, about the uh, about that decision. So, in the opinion polls, it is. But I think pol- politically, we're still a bit stuck. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, it was it was made known that senior ministers in government were contemplating closer relations with the uh, with the EU, a series of sort of Swiss style uh, deals. But but that that produced the kind of reaction you'd expect from the. Conservative Party, which was uh, which was very negative, and so I think the the politics is still a bit stuck on this. So the polls have shifted, the politics is still stuck. However, you know, as you know, there is talk of some sort of agreement on the uh, Northern Ireland Protocol, 
there's a report from a, a think tank here called UK and a Changing Europe, which says that one thing that Rishi Sunak has done since he became prime minister is is really slow the tide of, of kind of becoming less aligned with the EU. So business wants closer ties. There's just a hint that, it's, that things might be changing, yeah. but it's, it's early <clears throat> days yet. Well, you, you wrote last week in your piece in the Sunday Times that it really it's all about growth, that growth is the only way out of this. Yeah, um, yeah. What are Jeremy Hunt's long-term plans for growth? Because I don't certainly know what they are. Yeah. I mean, he gave a, a speech on this um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it was exactly the kind of things you would expect, you know, that the, uh, the UK has certain things in which we are... Um, we're, we're good at doing in comparison with other countries, you know, financial services, some aspects of digital technology, uh, some other things, you know, aerospace, pharmaceuticals and so on. But, you know, politicians have said that for a long time. I mean, I mean in the end, the great unsaid about this is that um, the, the quickest way to, um, to get growth going again in the UK would be to, to take us back into the single market. And I, I think... They can't say that. They're, they're, they're restricted from saying that because of the politics. Uh, there wasn't much, I don't think, in the, in the speech. I mean, the essence of this is that, uh, you know, the UK economy has had a series of blows, as has everybody else, you know, from the financial crisis, Brexit, the Brexit vote, the pandemic, and then the, uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the, the inflationary effects of that. And it looks as though we are less resilient uh, than many other countries to those things. I mean, you see, I know I was just looking at the figures recently and the, um, the Irish economy contri- you know, was the main factor behind the Eurozone growing in the fourth quarter of last year as opposed to, uh, as opposed to being stagnant. I mean, you're, you, you, you've had all these shocks and are coming through it well. We, 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 still, don't, we still don't know why it's so good. We're still trying to work <laughs> that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that, uh, you know, I don't know, you probably don't like the title now, but I think there is, there is still a little bit of purring in that Celtic tiger somewhere there, I think. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, but, but you know, no, I think it's easy to talk about growth and politicians do that a lot. And of course, we saw a few, uh, a few months ago when Liz Truss was briefly prime minister, what you can do if you get that wrong, you know. So, um, so I think yeah. we need growth desperately. And, uh, you know, a lot of people said to me after that piece last week, you know, the obvious solution is, is, the, is, is, uh, is closer ties with the EU. And I think that will come, but I think it will take time. I think, you know, the politics has to change a little bit for that. I liked the way you said in your column last week, the ex- excruciating but mercifully brief Liz Truss premiership. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. and she is now, uh, she's now trying to make some sort of comeback. I don't think she's trying to make a comeback as, as prime minister, but in terms of offering advice from the sidelines for uh, for her successor. So uh, I hope he treats that with the respect it deserves, which is not much respect. All right. Well, we'll watch this space with interest, David. As always, thanks for joining us. That's David Smith, economics editor with The Sunday Times. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.